0: First Samuel 22 and 1, David therefore, departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren, talking about his brothers and all his father's house, this is the house of Jesse, heard about it they went down thither with to him, and everyone, everybody say everyone, everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt. And everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. His army was made up of those in distress, those that were in debt and those that walked in the doors discontented. They gathered themselves unto the man after God's own heart. Can I preach to you a little while about a transformation? You still believe in the transformation power of the Holy Ghost? Somebody praise him in this house. Come on, lift up your hands to Jesus right now. Come on, if you need God to do something miraculous in your life tonight, uh, God can start the process while you're praying right now. I love God's army. I said, I love God's army. They're a transformed people. A different people. Hallelujah. They climb over walls. They jump over walls. They run through troops. God's army speaks to mountains. Be ye removed. Come on, it's time for somebody to sign up. Get off the losing side and get on the winning side. Come on, everybody in the house. Clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Be seated or I'll never get started or I'll never get finished. Man, I want to preach about transformation. Everybody say transformation. David has been at this time anointed to be king he has been described as a man after God's own heart Amen. there was a man who was the king at the time named Saul who had fell into sin Amen. let me tell you when other people fall into sin but you just keep living for God that's going to make you a target well hallelujah I said when other people back up and you just keep going straight ahead. Uh, you're going to cause a little friction. you got to make up your mind. Are you worried about the friction? Are you worried about going on with Jesus? Uh, hey Amen. I want to become what he wants me to be. Uh, so they allowed hatred to get into his life and in his heart for David. And now David has to run for his life. Amen, he was called, he was anointed. He was God's choice to be king, yet he is running for his own life. Amen, if you think just because you're called to God means you'll never have trouble, just listen up for a few minutes to the preacher tonight. Amen, matter of fact, being anointed and being called may give you more trouble in your life. Because you become a direct adversary to the devil that wants to destroy the world and the family. And your I wish the anointing of God would make up their mind. Uh, it don't matter what comes against me. Uh, I'll pray more. Uh, I'll try harder. Uh, I'll shout more. Uh, I'll run the aisles. Uh, I'll dance uh, if nobody's dancing. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. David is running for his life. David represents the one that is God's choice. David represents the one that's holding on to the good way. David represents the lineage of Jesus Christ. Amen. David represents the kingdom of God. David represents all those that walk by faith and not by sight. David represents the one that says, if a bear comes against me, I'm not giving up one sheep. I'll fight to the last blood in my body a protector Uh, David represents you're not getting my family Uh, you're not getting my sheep Uh, come on somebody needs to get some David down inside of you man David represents the ones that are following God even when it gets hard and gets difficult Uh, amen let's get tough what do you say why don't we become strong Christians hallelujah why don't we do exploits by getting to know who our God is Uh, why don't we become strong people by having another prayer meeting and touching the hem of his garment man to follow David to follow the pattern of David is to follow the anointing of God Amen. Hey man Saul he is the backslider Saul is the one that was rejected of God because he tried to get into something that he should not have got into Amen. You got to know the difference between the priest and what he does and what you do. Boy, I feel it tighten up. Maybe I need to hang out a little while. Saul, you don't understand the difference between the office of the priest. Amen. You may be anointed, Saul. Samuel may have put his hands upon your head, uh, but there's things that you don't do. There's things you don't touch, there's things you don't say. Hey, I don't ever want to become a has been. I don't ever want to go from anointed to rejected. I want to keep my hands where they belong. I want to keep my mind where it belongs. Keep my speech where it belongs. Come on everybody clap your hands. David was the one that was changing Israel for the good. And Saul was the one that was changing Israel for the worst. Saul's the one that changed the church. Well, I just got tired of waiting on the preacher to make a decision. I'll just make it myself. Saul got tired of waiting on Samuel to show up to offer the sacrifice. He said, I've watched this enough times, I know how to do it. Let me just do it. Uh, We're not going to change the church, my friend. I said, We're not going to change the church. We're looking for the old path. I'm looking for the old path. uh, Wherein is the good way? Uh, When I find the good way, I'm gonna walk. Uh, Saul represented everything that was against God, he was disobedient to God. Because of that, God chose another man and put an anointing upon another man. Uh, And then Saul becomes a man full of jealousy. He becomes full of envy and strife, and a murderous spirit gets on him to where he wants to kill God's anointed. Hallelujah. You know what he did? He drew a line down the middle of Israel. He was saying, You're going to decide whether you're going to follow King Saul or you're going to follow David. Let me just go ahead and let you know I'm going to follow the anointing all the way to heaven. Take this whole world. Just give me some more Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now not because of something that David has done, but simply something that Saul has done, mistakes that he has made. He gets a hatred for David and tries to find an opportunity to kill him. So now the Bible said David therefore departed. And he escaped to the cave of And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. It wasn't only his family that came, that there was some more people that came. And the Bible said, everyone that was in distress, that means all the stressed-out people. And everyone that was in debt, that meant all the bankrupt people. And everyone that was disconnected, discontented, that means the bitter people. They gathered themselves unto him. Amen. The people who joined the church in the cave with David were the ones who had already tried to make it on their own and figured out uh, I can't do it on my own come on I'm going to preach to you a little while the ones that joined the church in the cave uh, were the ones that thought they had it all together uh, but they figured out if you ain't got the favor of God uh, you ain't got anything in your life Amen. the ones that joined the church in the cave were the ones that had been done wrong discontented just simply means they had bitterness in their spirit I want to tell you something a lot of people jump on bitterness like the person that's got it is the problem they're really not the problem They just don't know how to deal with the problem. Amen. A lot of times it's life. And it's other people. And it's people close to you. And people that should love you. That do you wrong. Amen. And it hurts deeper than somebody you don't know. But when it's somebody close to you. It puts something in your heart And if you don't know how to get rid of a root of bitterness, it'll just grow, and it'll grow, and it'll grow. And I believe these people, they weren't bad people. They were just wanting somebody that knew how they felt. people all the members of his church were people that were won't help all the members of the church in the cave they came needing something to happen in their life let me tell you when you walk through those doors you didn't walk into a program church you didn't walk into a program. You walked into a Holy Ghost cave. And God can do anything with hungry people. Come on, lift your hands, everyone, to the Lord. Hallelujah hallelujah (laughs) I feel the Holy Ghost in this place I feel the transformation power of the Holy Ghost right now still has some openings. I come to tell you the cave ain't full yet. The kingdom of God has openings today for some stressed out people. for some financially strapped people. Hallelujah. Amen. The kingdom of God still has some openings for some people that's been hurt. (laughs) Come on Holy Ghost, <laughs> I started to name this sermon tonight. God wants you to fill out an application before you leave. Don't leave without signing up. Hey, the perfect church is a fake church. It's amazing that they said everyone that was stressed and everyone that was broke and everyone that was bitter, they were all attracted to that church that David had. Don't you know God had something to do with that? You know, when you're running from Saul and your church is in a cave... Nobody even knows how to get to it. You don't even have an LED sign. It's not a paved road to the cave church. It's God drawing people. Now it's not not that God wants his church full of stressed out people and broke people and bitter people. It's that God wants to transform somebody. And if you're going to transform that walk in that God draws and it's those people that want to be changed I've seen broke people that wanted to stay broke I've seen stressed out people wanted to stay stressed out I've seen bitter people wanted to stay bitter if that's the case you're in the wrong cave tonight but if you want to be transformed you want Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to praise him. <laughs> 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't walk into God's house and not want him to change you. I don't care how you walked in. I want to know what your mind is thinking. Uh, This ain't the church to judge, people. Uh, We're the church that says, hey, if you want to be different, you walked in the right place. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. The cave church is not a very comfortable place for somebody that wants to just waller in their sin because you're going to notice other people on your right and your left and the front and the back that are getting breakthroughs in the Holy Ghost you get the left behind feeling uh, if you don't want to change uh, in the cave, church. Come on, I want to help everybody in this room tonight. Uh, I don't know what's going on in your mind. I don't know what's going on in your life. Uh, There's a God that wants to change your adjectives. can I read for ye see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called you know why they don't want to be transformed God doesn't draw people to the cave church that ain't interested in transforming anyway. Come on. Can I just preach the word of God to you? That's why there's not 45 millionaires filling up this side tonight. Because they don't want to be transformed. They like their little life and how they're doing. it buying their way through and this and that and paying off this and paying off that. But what you get in the cave is people that can't figure it out. They tried and it didn't work. And they said, I'm going to find David because I'm going to find where that anointing is flowing because the anointing will destroy the yoke. Come on, let's love him together. Hallelujah! I'm thankful I'm thankful for all the trouble that it took to get my attention I'm thankful for the hell I went through beat my flesh down to get me to wake up And say, I can't transform myself. Let me find a cave where there's a man of God preaching, uh, where they're having anointed church. As a pastor, as a pastor, I hate to see people go through trouble. But there's a little sliver down deep inside of me that says, Praise God. I hated it. A year or two ago I walked in the hospital where Jason Essery was laid down on death's bed coughing up buckets of blood. There was a part of me that was so broken and so sad to see a young man. But there was another voice in my ear that said, you just let me handle this. (laughs) (laughs) You let me handle this. I laid my hands on his head and I began to pray. I didn't say, God, give him a new heart and fix all the stuff. I said, God, fill him with the Holy Ghost. Take off running, Jason. I think his heart's working now. Hey, when you go to the right place... couldn't even hardly move couldn't hardly do anything without blood coughing up attacks, hacking he's got half of a heart he was born with and it's upside down didn't give him no time to live begin to pray I'm telling you when you go to the cave my friend forget hanging out with the sophisticated and Theologians, I want a miracle. Oh, yeah. this week, <laughs> he was right in front of me. We were hauling four foot by 12 foot sheets of sheet rock up a ramp into a church And I was having near-death experiences. And I was saying, Brother Jay, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. You okay? You need a break? I'm doing all right. Hey, I hate trouble, but I love it when God has the final say. It was terrible trials. It was horrible trials. It was divorce court. It was prison court. It was bankruptcy court. It was it was a bad doctor's report. It was trouble on every hand. It was trials. Got a lot of people's attention. It was spirits of suicide that come to people. Let me tell you something. I want to make this clear to everybody in this church. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. If you destroy this temple, the Bible says God will destroy you. Amen. You know what you need to learn how to say when the devil comes to you and says you ain't got no reason to live and nobody loves you and nobody wants you? You need to say, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I got a cave, church. They all love me down there. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Man, and so... Our reading, you find where it was. In 1 Samuel 22, they got some titles. This was the adjectives of the men that were drawn to, to David and the anointing. They were in distress. They were in debt. And they were discontented. Let me tell you something. If, you, if you'll hang in there. You'll just hang in there. Your adjectives will change. I promise you, I've got a book backing me up. If you won't allow the devil to knock you out, God will change you as an individual he'll change your situation. Because in first Samuel 22, they were the misfits of society. They hang out at church with David for a book and a half. You make it all the way to second Samuel 23, we begin to read about some of these stressed out, broken, bitter men of David. And now they've got some new titles. I said they got some new titles. I tell you it ain't going to be like it is right now forever. If you allow the anointing to mold you. If you allow the word to shape you. And you won't get a rebellious spirit. You say whatever this word of God says, I'm going to do it. And you'll make some vows to God. I want to tell you, your title Will change. They walked in the misfits. By the time you get to 2 Samuel 23, some people call them the mighty men of David. Some theologians call them David's warriors. These men ain't what they used to be. They done hung out in church long enough under the spirit of God uh, till it changed them uh, from the inside out. Uh, It's been a transformation. One of them, the Bible said, killed 800 men at battle with his spear at one time. The Bible said it was as his hand was stuck to the spear. I don't know if you grip gripped something for very long, but you begin to lose your grip. You'll just hold on as long as you can. You're going to feel another hand come over you. I said you're going to feel another hand squeeze over your hand to where you're stuck to the sphere where you can't let go. It was another one of these former misfits that stood up against the Philistines when all the other armies had retreated. And the Bible said by himself he destroyed the Philistine army. There were three of them that just heard David talking one night about how good the water was at the well in Bethlehem. And three of them go out and break through the forces of the Philistines and bring back David water. I'm talking about some former misfits that said, David, I want to go to church where the power of God's moving. There was another one that killed 300 men with his spear. There was another one that killed two lion-like men of Moab. I don't know what a lion-like man is, but I, I'd probably let him walk on. I'm t- I don't know if he was one of the broke or he was one of the bitter or he was just stressed out but when he started hanging out at church a while two lion-like men came toward him the Bible said he slew them hey God wants to change some people in this church he wants to change who you are Now, I don't, this guy, I don't know his story, but he killed two lion like men. And then the Bible said he jumped down into a cistern and killed a real lion on a snowy day. I don't know if he was scared of lions when he was little or what. Oh, just don't see how I could be that. I'm going to tell you how you could be. You just got to hang out a while. Hey, uh, I, let me. What's that? And this guy, this is the same guy. He had a stick in his hand one day, and a big old Egyptian walked by him with a spear. I guess he laid his stick down or something. Took the chips and spear away. Killed him with his own spear. You know what the devil wants you to stay? Beat down. Depressed. I just ain't got enough money. It's okay. I was broke before my wife said well honey we got each other my lord we got Jesus and I got her what else do I have need of somebody need to get your mind out of the depression pit and say hey if I can just hang out with God a little while (laughs) <laughs> Amen. You know, church has been going too long when they quit running the aisles, start walking the aisles. Yes, <laughs> God. That's when you know you had good church. I'm trying to think back. I'm trying to think way back to where I was before God found me. Can you think back, way back, where you was before God found you? Hallelujah. It's a shame for people to sit on pews 10, 20, 30 years and don't ever change. That's a sad story. You know how you do it is you just stay what you were before you got here. And you'll always be what you were. If you want to be stressed, just stay stressed. If you want to be bitter, just stay bitter. Is this all right? We're winding down now. But when I got to church, I thought, you know what? I don't even like me. I don't even like who I am. I want God. God. To transform me. I don't want to be who I've been my whole life. When you get your mind made up. God I'm going to give it to you. These men. I'm almost done. Amen. These men. Been known throughout history. Theologians and historians can tell you the names of the mighty men of David. Praise God. And I thought, what a beautiful story to tell people in this house. Wherever you're starting, you can start right now. Whatever you don't like about yourself. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know if this is good or bad. Some people smiling. Some people frowning. Some people mean mugging. (laughs) You know what? You ought to quit trying to figure out how to change your life. And just know if those mighty men of David, when they showed up, they were the misfits. And just a few church services. A few times prayer meeting. The preacher told you to say, Satan, get thee behind me. You went ahead and said it. Satan, get thee behind me. You're an offense to me. And you believed everything that was. Yes, yes, yes. On, Sounds like a transformation. Sounds like a transformation. And this is all I come to preach. I only got like five words to preach. And it's just this God still got some openings. I'm done. I wonder if anybody like to join up. I wonder if anybody like to be more than watching you walk 10 pm. God's got some openings. Pause, want to make some mighty men and women in this church <laughs> come on prayer warriors open up your mouth right now I don't care what you think about yourself I don't care what the devil told you you are I'm telling you what God can do in your life. I wish somebody praying pray until you're shouting with liberty. some Gideons out of this house some mighty men of valor you may not see it but it's his power come on come on God's going to change it God's going to change it All you got to do is get around the spirit of the Lord. It's not you, but it's him. And the spirit of the Lord is here. I said the spirit of the Lord is in this house right now to take some misfit minds and turn them into mighty. Anything is possible. Anything is possible.